Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast. If you are new here, be sure to hit the subscribe button and check in with us every Wednesday. Things are moving rapidly here. I am moving, as I said on the podcast this week. Uh, we are moving not only studios, but I am moving living spaces. I will be living with my fiance full time now, and I, I have been splitting time between that and my grandparents' house to help take care of my grandmother. I will now be living with the lovely Miss Samantha full time, and also we will be getting a new recording studio here very soon. Me and Cameron will have a new place. To record the show, we'll be having a new setup, a new kind of situation, and you guys will get a, a brand new experience here at Planet Comedy. So that's why a lot of things I've been talking about have kind of been up in limbo as we've been working on the move and everything like that. Uh, we're hoping to get that Harry Potter movie recorded this weekend, and hopefully I can get the real reviews done. But uh, that's a fingers crossed thing, but for sure we're moving, for sure we're moving studios, and for sure... I will see you guys next week to probably explain more. I don't know when we'll be moved into the new studio, but I know it will probably be at least by the end of the month, we will be moved out of the the old studio. The old place will be gone. And uh, if necessary, we'll do some shows virtually, but we will be moved into the new studio probably right around October. So thank you guys for continuing to listen uh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. I'm Kyle and I'm Cam. And welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast. Is there? This is what is it, episode eight? I'm not even sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm stop, I stopped kept keeping count. So you you are running on no sleep right now. None. At like five o'clock today would be like twenty four hours. Oh my god! And since well, you're I'm not gonna awake, make it to five o'clock today. Bullshit! College football's on. Why are you gonna? But why would you not go home and go to bed? Why would I do that? I mean, I guess that's fair. I can just sit and edit videos and watch football till I fall asleep. Uh, oh, I sent you a new crop of videos. Cameron does all the, all the editing for the TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, just wait. <clears> little, some good shit's little, coming out. Give you a little bit of a pat on the back. There, some good shit's coming so out. I was actually thinking about about editing on my way up here. Ooh. Dude, my sh- my brain is like trying to go to sleep on me but yeah. also stay awake it's crazy i don't know how to explain it i guess you can say I mean, oh you're, you're just like half asleep but yeah, it's like i'm i'm wide awake your body's trying to shut down a little bit is what it sounds like your body is tired of being awake cameron it's tired of your nonsense but my brain's like Night shift really does turn people into, like, oh, sub-fries your whole life sideways. <clears throat> dude, so I'm almost finished with uh, book four of Harry Potter. I'm so excited. I do enjoy the books. Do you? Yeah. That's good. The books are good. I like the books. Which, uh... Which is what I wanted to talk to you about uh, going on to the podcast. Uh, since I have since I have stopped, uh, well, I won't say stopped, but since I have uh, 
refrain myself from females. Okay. I am now reading more books. Oh, well, that's nice. So, I actually... Did you bring some books? Yeah, I picked this up from my aunt this morning when I took a shower. By the way, I haven't been able to take a shower at my own house my own house for like a week that's where i was going with this whole conversation is this what book is this who wrote this uh i, I don't know how to say your name it's right there no that's that's the, oh. that's the author i don't know how to say it i'm not even gonna take a wild attempt at that it's a far too white butcher wake up to the joy of you for a calmer happier 52 meditations and practices for a calmer happier life this seems like something I probably should read, but won't read. I feel like it would make me feel bad about myself. Dude, I just want to become intelligent. Like, you know those characters, like, where they just, like, recite a book? <laughs> you think I would cite a book? Yeah, this is... I don't know why I'm just so... Fa like, uh... What's that dude's name from, uh, Game of Thrones? You've watched... Do you mean Tyrion? <clears throat> no. Well, Tyrion's one of them because yeah. he reads a lot of books. Oh, but, Samwell. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude, he's such an underrated character, bro. Underrated. Like uh, That's a lot of underrated characters in that show. When uh, old buddy gets a uh, grayscale, and they're like, "There's no cure." He's like, "I know a cure. <laughs> Watch me. Check I'm, this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna read all these books and I'm gonna find a cure." <laughs> But see this, you know what? Uh, I was talking to uh, Connor's girlfriend uh, today, and uh, we were all sitting there. And for some reason, I think I have a problem of retaining information that I read. But then I recited like a pretty much, even though like I've seen the Harry Potter movies, like book wise. Like, I feel like I could generally, like, break down the book. Because, like, even though I've only listened to it at work, like, I've read the book. Yeah. Like, I could I could tell you. Yeah, you know what happens in the books. Yeah. At least in four of them. Yeah. I'm almost there. Like, I strictly only listen to the Harry Potter books at work. Yeah. Like, I could finish the book on my way home. No. As soon as we get let go, pause, take off the earbuds, see y'all fuckers next day. <laughs> Literally the next day, earpods in. You're, doing this You're listening to the book like a TV show. You're literally listening to on the next episode of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Zone. Like, that's literally how you're doing it. Previously on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Dude, ever since this Lego Harry <laughs> Potter series, bro. You've been in. You've been all the way in. I've already I've... spent over $100. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't say anything. Like, <laughs> I bought the whole, because the they had, like, a whole digital bundle for uh, the book. And I think it was, like... $80. It's like 60. It was like 60 or $80. And 60 then, or $80. Somewhere between there. And then uh, I have four of the audiobooks. Well, 
the first three are $25. And then the last four are $40. And I already bought the fourth one. I still got three more to buy. You are so stressful. Dude, honestly, before Halloween, which is like uh, like a big... Are you going to be a Harry Potter character for Halloween? Are we dressing up and are we dressing up at the podcast? First off, maybe we have to. Either I was either thinking Sirius Black or uh, Jon Snow. Jon Snow would be pretty lit. So is Sirius Black. That's true. Because I know by <clears throat> Halloween I'll have that tattoo that I was if talking you, to you about. You come on the podcast as Sirius Black. I'll come as Obi Wan Kenobi. Bet. That. so excited do serious especially like uh like the third book really kind of like opens you up to uh serious as a new character and then as the fourth book goes on uh you see the um relationship between harry and serious grow as a godfather and a godson <clears throat> And, uh, like, in the book, I, like, really like how uh, I'm more drawn to Sirius than I already was from just uh, watching the movies. Yeah. Because, like... uh, It gives you a better appreciation for the character. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Like, I know when... um, I I think you really only see like uh serious whenever they're talking in the fire pit or the chimney. the chimney but in the book uh where uh I think the last chapter or two chapters ago that I just finished uh Harry had wrote him a letter of uh what had happened up the first task and he's like <laughs> he gets his Harry gets his letter back and is like it was a short letter this time and it said like meet me at Hogs uh, Hogsmeade two o'clock and they're like bruh why like you're gonna get caught and he's like nah dog like no somebody's after you I'm about to ride for you dog yeah. and dude literally nigga shows up still in his prison clothes <laughs> I'm ready to ride whenever. Yeah. Serious is the definition of a, a say when. Say when. This man flew, uh, cause this man went south, uh, He's after. Wizard Doc Holiday. Dude, dead ass. Say when. Dead ass. Say when. Like, uh, before he turned back, uh, into a dog. Uh, I forgot how he they depicted. Harry, like, just know. I'll spin the block for you. While smacking the chicken leg. Multiple chicken legs. He's like, just let me know. Write me another letter. Just let me know. I'll be around. I'll be around. See, no more. He's like, I'm a dog. I'm right. I'm literally a dog. I got that dog in me. I'll always be around. Yeah, I'll be around. Literally. Oh, dude. Yeah. So, I'm definitely going to get that tattoo. I'm glad you found something to get super deep into. Oh, I... Well, I mean, like I said, like I've always like been a Harry Potter fan. Like I know this is this is episode two of Harry Potter fandom, but been like this though. Uh, I was 
I nutted. I nutted and cried Sunday. Hold on. The first part of what you said was very concerning. Made that whole sentence. Why did what? Why did you climax? Dude, seeing Deadly Hollows in movie theaters again. It was. It was literally. It was literally like watching. Like it was. Of course. Did you are you watching like Harry Potter porn? Now? No, 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 no. Not that no. far yet. I mean, how else am I supposed to get off, Kyle? I don't talk to females. Well, I'm saying I, I'm, I'm not judging you for masturbating. I'm just I was I was curious if you were no, how I'm deep not that into weird. the Harry Potter no, lore you were. No, no, no. That was not the question. No, trust me. I I miss physical. All right, physical touch, but. <laughs> Picked up books. I picked up books. He says, "Books have been <laughs> making my life changes out here, baby." Oh, that's very nice of you. And honestly, if you don't believe me, hold on. Where's it at? I ne- I need it to. Oh, here we go. Today's reading: two hundred eighteen minutes. Books read this year. What's I say? All three. Yeah, three. Uh, all three Harry Potters. What a time to be alive. And I should be able to finish this book, these books before the year's over. So that's five. Well, I might get the Harry Potter's done too. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> what a time to be alive for you. I should have that uh, series tattooed that I was telling you about last episode tattooed here. I'm actually in the pro- – like probably I'm going to call up there oh, today. Look at you. They're probably going to be like, so, you know, have you had any sleep? We're not gonna, we're not gonna discuss that. Uh, so hey, man, this idea. Go, do not go up there and get a tattoo today after zero hours of sleep. If you were, why not? Because it's bad for your health. Who cares? Most of society. Why are you the way you are? I ask myself every day. You know what? Speaking of making life changes. If you notice anything that you do that your parents used to do, yeah, like on Facebook, my dad posted about a meme about dads giving a bunch of money after the kids move out from all the lights being turned off, and I realized I do that now. Like when we all leave the house in the morning, I go through the house one more time and make sure all the lights in the house are turned off. Same. And it's like PTSD. Mine is more of like a uh, routine. Yeah? Yeah. Because when I come home, it's literally like 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Nobody's up. Nobody's up but you. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be kind of rude to have all the fucking lights on. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally would just turn on the light that I need. And when I'm leaving that room, turn, turn it that off. off. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I catch myself doing that too, dude. It's it's an adult thing. Yeah, like I'm literally like our minds are slowly starting to change. Dude, I don't even dude. think it's an adult thing. I think it's a learned, no. It's definitely it's a learned an adult behavior. Thing. You watch behavior. You no, watch it's your, definitely you an adult watch your thing. parents do it. Just I like, know, like I know what you mean, but like I've I've thought about it too, and like most of it is like just becoming an adult. Yeah. Like some of the things that I've seen, like some of these 22 year olds doing, I'm like, why? Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> but then again, like at 22, like... I also did that. <laughs> I also was that way. Dude, for me, it's what I can eat and not eat anymore. 
Like I watch these people at the liquor store who are like in their fifties drink every day. I'm like, yeah. how? Dude, how are you doing though? If I get real, real drunk one day in a good weekend, maybe two, three in a row, I am f- folded. Yeah. For the next two, three days, like not feeling good, drinking Gatorade, trying to recover. But when I was yeah. 22, I could do. I could rip off like four or five days in a dude, row. Dog. In a row. No problems. Before before I get to that story, uh, dude, I. I would say I would. I ain't gonna throw a whole lot out there because there. It's not. I wouldn't say there's a lot that me and my mom have in common. Like we do, you know what I mean. But like on that specific question, we have a bad habit of fucking, like, really taking our fucking nails down. Yeah. Like real bad, and then getting fucking like dead skins on our fingers, and then picking at those. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like if you don't take your fingers that fucking low, well, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I guess in our family gene, like, once we take our fingers down too low, we'll have, like, dead skins across our fucking fingers. And it's like, well, don't take your fucking fingers that low, dumb shit. Do anyways. I don't want, I mean, it'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes you just get a little too far. You're trying to get a little too much trimmed off the top. Dude, I don't know. I'm I'm really trying to break that, like, that cycle. Like, I don't want to be anything, like, nothing against uh, my mom to give two fucks about my dad. Uh, I don't even say my dad, but my father. We don't uh, want to, you don't want to inherit. I don't want to be anything like them. Yeah. You want to be your own person? Yeah. I hear you. I'm talking about, like, just like I said, like, just traits that you inherit as you get older. Like, things you notice that you're just like, oh, wow. Like, that's just a thing you do when you become an adult, like you said. Like, it's not like a, like, when you were a kid, you looked at it and you were just like, that's so stupid. Why do you do that? Like, when you watch your mean. Pa- yeah, like, when you watch your parents go through the house and turn off all the lights, you're like, why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. That's so stupid. Then you get older and you're like, oh, because lights are expensive. That's why you turn off all the lights. Oh, my God, dude. Kids and their questions, bro. That's true. That's very true. We had the sleepover. We had five kids at the house last night. Dude. Five 11-year-old boys, and it was as rowdy as you would suspect. Oh, dude. Are you also at the age with your... uh? Mom and dad, where you're the parent now? And where you're like, don't do that? Yeah. Like, the roles have reversed now. You're not there yet? No. Well, I mean... Wait till your mom retires. Me, me and my mom are at a similar... So close Wait till age. your mom retires. That might be true. I mean, it's more... It was more like my grandparents. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to a point where I, was, I felt like I was their parent, where I had to be like, hey... Especially my grandma. Yeah, dude. She would do stuff all the time. I'm just like, the doctor literally said, do not do this. And she was basically like, you and the doctor can eat a bag of ass. Yeah. Well, dude, (laughs) so, uh, you know my mom's going through that thing with her back or whatever. Yeah. Well, 
she's sitting there. And she used to be doing shit all the time? Uh, well, not really that. It's mostly like she's constantly in pain. And she has, like, gone through all this stuff. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And, you know, I keep going to my doctor. And he's just like, which I don't see him anyways just because, uh, like, I just, I don't think he's in it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's just showing up to work now. Like, he's just, like, not saying that he doesn't really care about his patients. But he's like, you know, it's kind of done. Yeah. And we had a falling out, and I told her, like, bro, just come over to where I'm at. Oh, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, bruh, I ain't going to sit here and argue with you. Either you do it or you're, you don't. And that's probably one of those, like, toxic traits where my, <laughs> my mom comes out. That's <laughs> that's not a positive thing. I mean, listen, the only uh, only avoid being your parents so much there are people that raise you you know what i mean yeah till it just comes out environment you grow up in yeah those are the people you model your behavior dude bro and like sometimes when she raises her voice at me like now i'm an adult i'm not like a kid so i don't like shut her back so like like, when i know that i'm when when i know when i'm in the right like obviously i'm like hey yeah you shut up you stop yelling at me yeah (laughs) you and hey bro she's like oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm an adult. Like this shit gets real, mom. You don't have to yell at your mom. Oh, I'm dude, mom. come on. You're yeah, you do. You cannot tell me you had to raise your tone a little bit on your grandpa or grandma. Uh, me honestly, most of me and my grandma's arguments were over like we would get into an argument over something simple like movies or politics, and exactly. those were our fiercest arguments. Exactly. Like nothing serious. Like. Anytime we had to have, like, a discussion about life issues, it was very calm, cool, and collected. And I feel like that's how it is with your mom. But, however, anytime I was like, this is the person I'm voting for, she would be like, how dare you, you socialist. And then we would yell at each other, and I would be like, agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, they also come from a different eras and generation. Like, I know my sister bashes my mom sometimes for saying some of the stuff that she does. And I'm like, Kaylin. Yeah, they live in a she different She grew up world in the 80s and the 90s. Dude, my grandmother, I, that's what I, like, she used to say, like, I don't know that my grandmother ever said anything outwardly racist. No. But you could tell. Like, there was tendencies. Like, there's just things that, like, like, she had issues with that you could tell, like, she grew up in, like, the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, like. She just doesn't. She's just like I just don't understand. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? No, like, no, I just, you know, I just no, don't, don't understand. And like, bro, there are people out here like, oh, you just got white privilege. Now, don't get me wrong, that is a thing. But there yeah. are people that just like, they just walk around oblivious to it because they, you know, they're not racist. They're not, you know, yeah. bigot or anything. They just live their they're doing, life they're just doing their thing yeah in in their own world bro and they're just like so happened to be in a world full of hate and race issues and they're just like yo i, I chill <laughs> like and i like i get it when you don't want like no parts but like i'm not gonna bash my mom or my aunt for, you know, uh, if they slay some, something that's, like, a little bit, you know, on the is. line there of something. Is, they come from, like, they, they come from a different era. The word, like, the words thing. Like, the people, like, words people say. 
Like that to me is like I'm like some people you have to go past that because what you're talking about, the words you're talking about, like that was not offensive when they were coming up. That it, was a regular literally. common vernacular. Everyone used it. They've used it their whole lives. So sometimes it's not meant as like a, you know, what I mean, like to be a put down the specific group of people. Thing. Yeah, sometimes no. it's just how people talk. Oh yeah. Like now, like my sister would just be like, oh, you can't say that. But like, you know, we grew up saying like something that's stupid or lame or we really don't want to do it. Or like, you know, we're not enthusiastic about doing it. Well, that's like the that's gay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The joke about that I heard from a comedian is just like when we talked about. Oh, that's gay. That had nothing to do with men liking other men. No, not at all. That never had anything to do with dudes liking dudes. Ain't at all s- yeah like no if we said that's gay we meant like that's dumb yeah so like if uh oh our uh history class if i had if i had to go yeah and if you know our teacher gave us homework on game day that's gay, gay. yeah, yeah <laughs> dude like bro <laughs> it had nothing to do with men you know, putting their dicks on their men's buttons. Yeah, no. I could care less about that. You do you, baby. Especially, like, a senior. You go your whole day. You, mo- most of your classes, no homework. You're big chilling. And you get in that one class. Homework. Like, bro. It just comes out. That's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just <laughs> It's nothing to do with two dudes, you know, lo- being... In a great and a loving relationship. Yeah, no, bro. It's just something lame. It has nothing to do with you, ladies and gentlemen, in the LGBTQ community. It has nothing to do with that. You can't say that. But I can because this is lame. And just, we'll just say that's lame. I do. But that's gay just comes off the tongue. Easy. (laughs) Easier, bro. Everyone talks about, like, with gamer culture. And everyone talks about, like, what you would hear in Xbox lobbies. I'm just like, kids don't understand. Yes, things said in that were sexist and racist and homophobic. Like, but that was not the intention. The intention was these people are going to find the most offensive thing they can to say, say to you. And to I was get like, under your skin. They're going to say it all. And whatever part gets the reaction, that's what they will target. <laughs> that, yeah, dude. And that's just how you play video games. That's just, that's just how it is. Yeah, you know just, how many times I got called the N-word as a 13-year-old and I'm like... Oh, dude. What was it? I mean, I've been called everything. I've been called the N-word in a video game. And I'm just like, I'm white, sir. Hello. I, dude, I don't. We're soft. I mean, I can't even say I'm tough. I thought about it today at work. I was like, am I tough? No, nah, I'm soft. I mean. I read books. You're- <laughs> <laughs> I love how reading books was your barometer for being tough. You were like, I can't be tough and read books. Can't be tough and intelligent. That's not a thing. No. There's not tough smart dudes. There's plenty of tough smart dudes. Batman is a tough smart dude. Not a real character. Not a real person. There's all kinds of tough smart dudes. Who? Marines are tough smart dudes. No. No. Like they're smart, but like they're trained trained smart. Like that's different. Like I'm talking about like Jordan Peterson, Stephen Hawking. Like, Brainiac smart. Yeah. Well, no, those dudes aren't tough, but they don't have to be. They're scientists. <laughs> it's not their job. Why do they have to be tough? What are they worried about? What's going to happen to them? 
Dude, Jordan Peterson's worried about finding love, and I feel for him. Finding love? Yeah. Listen, that's Jordan Peterson's fault. <laughs> See, but I've been being sleep- such a shit stir all the time, man. Calm he's, down. He's he's just real. I love him. I'm probably gonna read his book next. <laughs> Don't read his book. Don't do that. I'm me. gonna do it. Don't read Jordan Peterson's book. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Because that's going to be me in 30 years. Swear to Don't God. Don't be Jordan Peterson. I won't allow that. Not on my watch. Not while you're on this podcast. See, I'm going to have no, this sir. hair. It's going to be gray. I'm kind of going to look like Dumbledore. And I'm just going to read. Be to myself. Dude. And then cry about it. You would have been a Manson girl in like 35 seconds. Huh? I said you would have been a Manson girl in like 35 seconds. What do you mean? Like you, he could have brought you into his cult instantly. No. Absolutely. Dude, he terrifies me. You just said you're gonna read Jordan Peterson's book. Yeah. Nah, he would have. Manson would have looked at you and you'd have been like, "Where do you want me?" No. <laughs> this, that dude terrified me. Hell no! That, if he tried to spark up a conversation with me, I'd probably stab him. That's aggressive. Like, get away from me. I think you could get drawn into a cult. Maybe I thought about it. Yeah, it's be, crossed my mind a few times. Just be careful. Don't listen. If anybody wants to like ask you to join, like, don't do that. I don't want any new friends. Find religion. No. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, I found God. That's true. See, I learned, which I might finish that book too. Not to think about it, even though I'm not in the program anymore. But when I was in the um, AA program, uh. It says in the book to basically forget the bullshit that this pastor, priest, or whoever the fuck has shoved down your throat and believe in your own concept of a high power. Like whether that's God, Buddha, like, you know, in your own mind, you develop you create your own kind of god type thing yeah like you know there's a higher power whether it's you know whether you believe it's god the universe whoever like believe that there is a higher power which i do like you you've known me for a long time like i know i've kind of been like on the teeter-totter about you know god and i've kind of you know morally come on to the spiritual religious side i'm still not going to the church like that's that's still i would would say you've always been religious just not traditionally religious all the time yeah you flirted i've always believed like there was a a god or like the universe or like some sort of high power because like my homie here there's been many of instances where i should not be here Unfortunately. Looks like, but here you are. But here I am. So, but we're not going to go into, like, the whole, like, God, like, pray, like, no, we're not going to do all that. Fuck Joel Steen. You can go suck a dick. Like, no, bro. Like, God is real. Create your own concept and your own relationship with him and go from there. And. Well, that was quite beautiful, Cameron. That's. Yeah, so like at that point, I'm. Uh, I told Connor and Corey this. Uh, I need you and Sam and her and Connor 
to have kids so I can become a dope godfather. I, I, I have two, so I'm good. Whatever. I don't want any. Anyways, I don't want no new friends at all. Sounds like you better get on Connor to pull the goalie. Like, if we make it, I'm sorry to anybody. I will be very friendly. We're not going to hang out. not going to give you my number. Don't ask him either. He's a liar. I'm not. I've... He'd be lying. He'd be flexing. He'd be flexing. He says that. Cameron says that he will. He would. You would love meet and greets. You would love to meet people, to meet the humans, to meet the other human beings, to meet the people. I like to be around the people. I just don't. I just have anxiety. I have super anxiety, so I. I probably won't do meetups. I'll do meet and greets. I would do one. I'll do one on September twenty third if people want me to. I'll do virtual meet and greets. What's wrong with you? A lot. Uh, two people who are going to be doing virtual meet and greets here a lot very soon in divorce discussions is Queen Sansa Stark and Joe Jonas. They're getting a divorce. They are. Joe Ooh. Jonas has filed for divorce. Oh. He claims that she is a party girl and he stays home with the babies all the time. And I'm just like, I don't believe you. That's suspicious. There's a lot of PR around it. There's a lot of people talking about it. And I just don't buy that. I don't buy it. First off. Especially the evidence of how off off dick she is about him. No. No. Not only that. No. First off, how dare you? How dare you, Joe? Slander the name of Queen Sansa Stark versus her name. It's that boy band ego. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He clearly doesn't know that the North remembers. Oh, always. (laughs) The North remembers. But second off, to me, anytime there is some, like, because this information of, like, oh, he stays home with the kids is coming from someone. And it's clearly coming from his PR people. Of course. So anytime there's this much PR about a divorce, I'm always like, what did you do, bro? That's how I feel. And what did you do? Ridiculous. You know, it makes me think. Ridiculous. It won't be It won't be long. What do you think happened? I think he's got a mistress. 100%. Somebody cheated. Some, I, 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 I mean, for, her, for sure him, I would death. say. Probably. It's always the one who puts out the most stuff first because they're trying to get ahead of it before the truth comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to yeah. get ahead and be like, look, they made all these mistakes. She left me home alone with my no, babies. Bro. She, that, dude, that's what's going to happen. It's 100% what's going to happen. I'll call it right now. She left me home alone it's with my babies. False. What else was I supposed to do it's but fuck so the nanny? It's what so else false, was I bro. supposed to do? Oh, my God. But like, have no, sex bro. with our nanny. Since the Game of Thrones days, bro. She has been off of him, posting pictures, announcing their engagement. Like the whole, like ever since that, I what I've seen, I'm like, damn. And then you, he files for divorce. Uh, something's going on. Something's fishy. Something's fishy. Something's fishy. I don't believe it. She's a party girl. Uh, last time I checked, she. 
she's really not seen without you, my guy. Yeah, well, from what I've seen, she's not seen, like, out and about very often, period. Without him? Yeah. Like, nine times out of ten, if you see her, you see him. It seems like you're the one that likes to go mm-hmm. out. <laughs> something fishy. Something you lie, fishy. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you lie. You lie. Mm. What do you think? Cameron and me both think it's someone... Oh, dude. if if it, if she didn't cheat, he's, it was definitely him. He cheated, I think. He's got hope. I'm telling you, what's gonna come out is he's gonna be like, she left me home alone with the babies. What else was I supposed to do but fuck the nanny? You want to take bets on it? I got cash right now. I mean, I want to bet cash. I bet five dollars. Five dollars. Five five on Joe. Okay. I got five on it. Well, we agree on that, then. I think it was Joe. Oh damn. Well, we can't bet then. I don't think it was Sophie. No, I think I think he cheated, and now he's trying to get ahead of everything. We'll see. Speaking of Travis Kelsey, don't miss another fucking game, dude. This is my first year back of fantasy football after ten years. If you cost me this, I will find you and kill you. That is a non-threatening, a non-threatening, jokingly matter. Don't say things like that. Yeah, don't. That was a joke. It was all a joke. It was all a joke. No, he was. He didn't play last night, and they are. It screwed me. That Thursday night, and they looked bad. Oh, dude, they made. <laughs> not saying that Patrick Mahomes is out there. Like I can't throw it and catch it, you bastards. Like, I know Detroit has Jared, but still, it's Detroit's not all that good, and they were playing against uh, I uh. Super Bowl champion, not yeah. Super Bowl champion, yeah. And beat them twenty one. <laughs> I mean, the Lions are going to be pretty decent this year, but also like, I didn't realize how important to the offense Travis was. Very because I didn't get I didn't get a lot of points. <sighs> no, you didn't get any points. Probably I would assume. I got some. But not a whole lot. <laughs> the depression. He'll probably be back. I don't every, know how much. Every literally every drop pass was a drop point. I'm like he did say. <laughs> yeah, he did say that he would shave his mustache the first time they lost. So twenty one fifty four. I could have had a whole lot more, bro. Yeah, you could have had. I mean. That was that it. That was like the projected, like how much points Pat's gonna put up per, per game, which that's fine. But that could have been a whole lot more if those fucking receivers would have caught the ball. And I don't even have those receivers. I'm like, bro, you're causing me points. Watching you get into fantasy football is one of the most fascinating things I think I'm ever gonna. I'm gonna get to watch in this podcast. I think getting rid of females was the best move I probably made. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's accurate. I think it is. It seems like you're just getting ready to spend your money on different stuff now. That's fine. To be on me. He said I'm going to make mistakes. They're going to be my own mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Dude, no. I seen a... Uh, you had playing on Sunday. You had playing tomorrow. Uh, um, I pulled it up. Uh, but dude, I seen a uh, primetime interview, and he was talking about um, oh, oh, dang it, we were, just, we were just talking about it. My mind went blank. 
primetime game we're talking about anything. Colorado, probably. No, it was. Oh my gosh, it was. It was like a philosophy, and I forgot the philosophy. Um. Oh, it was. Uh. Uh. Cussing and money. And he said that uh, at that time in college, he really enjoyed money. And uh, he, at that time, cussed a lot. Like, you know, simple stuff or whatever. So every time he would cuss, he would give money out. And uh, he just, like, you know, saw that he was losing more than he was getting. So he uh, came out with this... uh, cuss jar and every time he cuss he put money in it and that's how he stopped cussing so they use that philosophy with uh females just cut them all off and if I, I mean if i spend money on myself i just yeah so you are going to be your own cursing jar pretty much <laughs> that sounds dangerous reinvesting in myself literally i mean i'm here for it live your best life So you are upset with Travis that he missed. I don't know how. Much, I don't think he's gonna be out the next week. I think no, next no, week. I'll be all right. Uh, but my roster. Like, who do you have playing on Sunday? Uh, we got R. Stevenson running back for New England. Uh, R. White running back for Tampa Bay. Uh, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins. Uh, D. Godare. Godur. Did you see where Joe Burrow just became the highest paid player in the history of the NFL? Did he really? Yeah. That's crazy. Here, I'll look up the details of the contract. Dude, Dude these, I need a new The money bag. these dudes get paid blows me away. I need to use the bathroom. Well, you go right ahead. There goes Cameron. Off to use the rest real facilities. Yeah, five years, $275 million. That is dollar bills right there, baby. Good for Joe. I mean, he's more than earned it going to the um, Cincinnati Bengals of all places and getting them to a Super Bowl. Also, what a beautiful man that he is. Here comes Cameron. I hear him coming up the, the stairs. Yeah. Is he even playing? Uh, yeah, he'll play. I don't know if he'll play week one or not. I think so. He is five years, 275. That's not bad. That's some dollar bills, bro. Dude, I need a quarterback. You need a quarterback? Yeah. All I have is Pat. I mean, I'm not saying, like, Pat will get hurt or anything, but, like, I don't have a, ba- <laughs> I don't have a backup. Oh, for, like, when he has, like, a bye week? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to find somebody on the low. All the big dudes are probably taking. Oh, yeah. All the big boys are probably going somewhere, are probably taking in your league. How many people do you have playing in your league? Uh, I don't, I, I actually don't know how to tell. I don't know how to use this app. Like I said, it's my first year. 
I mean, no, I haven't used it in forever. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> uh, it's me and a couple guys. Actually, since I'm on here, I'm going to text these motherfuckers. What's wrong with you? <laughs> in need of a QB. Uh, so, Cameron, have you paid any attention at all to Logan Paul's next boxing match? Not Jake. The other one. No. So he's fighting Dylan Danis. I don't know who that is. He used to be a Conor McGregor student. Oh, I'll look up. Uh, Brazilian mixed martial arts black belt world champion in jiu-jitsu. So he can strangle people for sure, but I don't know if he can box. So he's boxing Logan Paul. And they've been promoting the fight. And one of the ways he's promoted the fight is posting videos of Logan Paul's now fiance basically talking about how bad she needs to get railed back in the day. Like, it's gotten super personal, super fast. That's gross. If you show up to this fight, October 14th, I will rematch you in MMA. If you show up to this fight, October 14th, I, love I will it. rematch you in MMA. He said I'll rematch him in MMA. <laughs> I don't see that happening. But also, I am interested in all of the shit talk between these two people. First off, I don't know if either of them can box. I've seen, yeah. Uh, but his, I believe, yes, uh, had, I don't know if this is actually his, I believe this is Logan's fiance. She asked for a restraining order and a cease and desist order against this guy <sighs> to stop talking shit about her. And so in response to this, Dylan then moved his training camp out to North Korea mm-hmm. to avoid getting served. Which is what? That's me. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah, to avoid getting served by the public. He posted pictures on Snapchat of the lawyers looking for him on his ring cam. Where he was like, it was like, good luck trying to serve me. North Korea's dummies. This is one of the funniest things. Yeah, sues Dylan Danis for revenge porn. That's. Filed a lawsuit Wednesday against his next boxing opponent, Dylan Danis, for revenge porn, according to court documents. For about a month, Danis has waged a smear campaign against Agdell on social media, including posting a sexually explicit photograph of her that was taken without her consent per the complaint. Hmm. The suit was filed in the, dis- in the court district of New Jersey. It's filed in Jersey. This is turned into a wild thing to me. First off, that Logan Paul is going to box a really a dude who is only known because of his association to Conor McGregor. Two, a dude who's really not a boxer. He was a mix. He, he's a mixed martial artist now. He fights in Bellator, but really his like thing is like jujitsu. Yeah. And now Logan's fiance is filing a restraining order against him, a cease and desist order, and suing him. Right. Lame. No. <clears throat> what do you think. think about all this 
boxing YouTuber thing. Irrelevant. This YouTuber boxing stuff, you don't like it? Irrelevant. I have no comment on it, to be honest, because I really don't care. Like, nothing against you, but, like, dude, anything at this point nowadays with Logan Paul or Jake Paul, like, dude, I don't I'm care. I'm curious just because, like, I wonder how long they'll be able to do this. I don't know. Like, obviously, Logan in a different way than Jake because he's actually a pro wrestler, which makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> so he'll be able to do that forever because people will always hate this dude. And yeah, fairly, dude. fairly so. Know. But what I'm saying is, like, I wonder how long they're able to box low-level MMA fighters or retire boxing. I mean, like, he boxed Floyd. and I mean, Floyd shit on him. I'm just saying, like, I just don't know how long they'll be able to do this. And also, I don't know how good this is for the sport of boxing. I mean, as far as, like, that, I'm not really sure. But, like, their whole stick of, like, being in the limelight and causing, like, stir in the media, like, they're really good at. Like, they're really good at. Yeah. But as, like, as far as, like... They are very good at... Believing and having, like, any sort of comment on it. Dude, as far as, like, me, I don't care. Well, I think, dude, for me, it's just kind of, like... I think it's weird for me because they give, like, content creators a bad name. You know what I mean? Like, people who make content on youtube who make stuff like that like that's what people think of yeah not like people who you enjoy like you know what i mean like anthony fantano who does music reviews or you know what i mean stuff like that i think yeah, that's what people no. think of and i hate that but not i also me. think it's bad to watch two people be successful for essentially successful for essentially being jerks in public that's on them that's on that has nothing to do with me. I, yeah, nope. Well, Cameron, one of our childhood idols has fallen. What do you mean? Idols, friends, someone we watched on TV, hide from that 70s show. Yeah. Is now a convicted rapist. He's been convicted of like two, three rapes. He's going to prison for 30 years. I thought he got acquitted. No, he's going to jail. Oof. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's 30 to life even. Like, it's a long time. Damn. Rip. I'm trying to... Yeah, there we go. Dude, do you know who passed away this week? A certain to 30 years for rape. Well, what blew me away is now they have people are talking about the fact that Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, um, and I think Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp wrote letters in support of him, like for leniency. Hmm. Yeah, the more than 50 people who wrote the judge and then Danny Masterson's sexual assault trial to support the convicted actor ahead of his sentencing. Which is crazy to me. Because I'll tell you this, bro. I love you so much. But if you raped three people, I'm, I'm probably not going to write a letter in your defense. I'm going to be like, yeah, dog, you probably should go to jail. Love you so much, but you probably need to be in prison. 
And I would expect the same from you. I feel like you would be the same way. That's so foul. I don't feel like you would write letters being like talking about me as a role model and vouching for my exceptional character if I raped two women. No? (laughs) You would keep that to yourself? No. No, I'm saying like you would like... You would just be like, nah, he's like, listen, I thought he was a good dude, but clearly I was wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Other stars from that 70s show who wrote to the judge include Deborah Jo Rupp, who played Kitty on the sitcom, and Kurt Smith, who played Red. Masterson's famous family members wrote letters <coughs> of support, including his siblings, Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead, Christopher Masterson from Malcolm in the Middle, and Jordan Masterson, Last Man Standing. Dude, you just... You gotta stop touching kids. That's all. I mean, he didn't touch kids. He just, I mean, he forcefully had sexual intercourse with two women. Mm, It's gross. I agree. That's why I'm kind of like, I mean, it does make it harder to watch the show. And I hate that because I love that 70s show. I don't watch it anymore. I I I almost can't. can't. I can't. After all this. You know me. You know me. Well, dude, it makes me sad because I love this show. So like, do I. Truly. But... I know you do. Truly. Like, with all my heart, one of my favorite television shows that's ever been on TV is I that seven watch show. It. I can I, watch it for Eric. That's I, about it. I can't watch it at all. It makes me sick. Did you? Uh, but, dude, back in the day when the show was out, they used to talk about that Topher Grace wouldn't hang out. Like, a guy who played Eric wouldn't hang out with the rest of the cast. Like, Danny masterson ashton kutcher and the guy who played fez would go party all the time and he was like no not my really my thing and now people are like i wonder if he could like sense some shit like if he picked up on that like these dudes are weird probably <laughs> possible. you know what i mean like these dudes are fucking weirdos dude steve Her- steve harold dodd who steve harold the lead singer of smash mouth really well that's just sad that makes me sad. Dude, there was... God. They made a song that has haunted us since childhood. What do you mean haunted? Oh, my... Followed. There you go. I'm not being haunted by nobody. Emblazed. I sing All-Star at the top of my lungs. All-Star is a banger. I'm not saying it's not a banger. You said haunted. Haunted is not a good it's thing. It's a poor choice of words. I'm sorry. Now that I'm reading books, I'm going to start getting on the literature more. Getting on my literature? You better fucking not. I let so much shit slide from you. <laughs> I can't remember. You said something earlier in this podcast. You literally pronounced the word wrong, and I didn't say anything. What word? I can't remember what it was, but I fucking I remember you pronounced it wrong, and I even said it. What, Midsommar? Stupid. No, Midsummer was. I'll give you that one. That's stupid. Midsummer. I'll go back and look, and I'll fucking I'll bring it up on the social medias. Do it. You better not not start coming for my grammar. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't tell me to do it. Don't tell me to do anything. Do it. Shut up. Do it. Well, I didn't really prep as much this week. I'm I've been busy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a rough week. Yeah. I'm in the process of moving things out of my grandmother's house 
So I haven't had as much time to prep for the podcast. So I didn't really have any would you rather questions. My shitter and my sinker and my house. That's such a wild thing for you to be going through right now. <laughs> it's been a rough week <laughs> for both of us. It really has. It's been a it's been a very wild time. But we're week. out here for you guys. Yeah, we. but I definitely knew we had to get in and record an episode. Have a good time. Because it's going to be a long weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a long weekend and then... Uh, we might be moving studios soon, which will be fun. And then I figured we could do Is this jerk all back. No, I won't. First team all dime piece, but we haven't. I haven't elected a topic, so I figured me and you could do this together. What do you want to rank this week, Cameron? Um, the last one was the hardest one we've had so far. People felt people felt like both of our teams of Harry Potter characters were very solid. They were. Except Garrett. Garrett came at me and game said we neither of us had Snape. Dude, I talked to Connor about it. He's a it. shitty fucking character. I stand by not having Snape. I stand by it. Connor tried to explain the same thing. Like he's supposed to be like he loved Lily. Da, 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 da. So I was like, hey, like no, fuck that. This whole if you're an asshole but you were doing it in spite of good is bullshit. No, okay. If you're an Itachi fan, fuck you. He's trash. He's a trash character. He he literally murdered his whole family and his whole clan in front of Sasuke. Get him. And instead of, like, I wouldn't really say encourage Sasuke to avenge their clan, but this man's like, you're weak. Fuck you. You're you're a waste to the clan. You're trash. You will never amount. Never. Never. You're garbage. You're gar on top of Damn, my my family's dead. No. Fuck him. He's garbage. That's just shit. Trash. He's no. Like, don't get me wrong. That's nice that Harry got to see that you loved his mom. But dude, I at the out of the fur uh out of all of the first four books right now. Fuck him. Dude, if you weigh the pros and the cons of what Snape does, the cons far outweigh the pros. Oh, far. Like, here's the thing. Like I said, we talked about in the book, it's even worse because he's even willing to be like, to tell Voldemort, like, just kill Harry and James. As long as you let Lily live, it's fine. Like, in my opinion, I could be wrong until I finish the book, but as of right now, dude. If uh if Snape didn't do what he did for Lily, the story really doesn't change much. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's still he's just a shitty teacher, bro, who what? doesn't like Harry because his dad was an asshole yeah. to him. That's all that is. Well, and what kills me is like everyone talks about that he was Dumbledore's double agent in the Death Eaters. I'm like, yeah, not the whole time. No, he just he just was at one point one of the wizard Nazis. Like it's just it's not like he did like it's not like Dumbledore was like you should join the wizard Nazis and tell me what's going on. No, he just did that, and then Dumbledore was able to be like, hey, what you're doing is kind of fucked up, bro. Well, I think before he went to Dumbledore, that was when. Lily and James got killed. No, I know, but I I can't remember if he was a Death Eater when Voldemort killed Lily and James. I believe Or so. if he was already uh, the potions teacher at Hogwarts 
when Voldemort killed Lily and James. I think the put my my assumption on the timeline is that the plan was in motion, and that's when he went to Dumbledore. When but he found I, that there was a plan to kill everybody. Like I'll I'll end up finding out, but I think uh, Connor's girlfriend told me because uh, we were talking about it that you find out in the book that you don't in the movie that uh snape has a conversation with voldemort and says you know kill lily uh not kill lily but kill james and the kid and spare lily and <laughs> voldemort said nah fam i thought a cadaver i thought a cadaver Voldemort Goodness. said, these hands are rated E for everyone. Yeah, and then <laughs> Snape was like, uh, yeah, fuck you, my guy. Like, I told you not to kill with the love of my life, and you did it anyways. Which, which is fucked up to me that he's willing to just be like, yeah, you can kill that two-year-old. It's, it's good, bro. That's fine. And we all are just, we all just love, everyone just loves Snape because they're just like, oh, he loved Lily so much. I'm like, he's a fucking psychopath. Literally, brother. It, I'll stand ten toes down on that, and I know we'll get some heat for this. But me and you will both stand ten toes down. Uh, stand Severus by. Snape is a psychopath. That Shit is a cared. sociopath. Alan Rickman, lovable oh, dude. That Alan Rickman is the only reason people like the character. Severus Snape. Shit. Alan Shit. Rickman is the only reason people like Snape because Alan Rickman, first off, is beautiful. Second off, is charismatic as they fucking come. That man was a was a a chef's kiss, ball of charisma. He could make any character work. Yeah. I Alan mean, Rickman made Snape, not Han, the other way around. Don't Han, get it twisted. Hans Gruber. Hans, Hans Gruber. Gruber. Look at it. Don't get it twisted. Severus Snape was made by Alan Rickman, not the other way around. Severus Snape is a shitty character. Shit. You can't tell me different. What are we ranking this week, Cameron? Uh, mm, what do you think we could do? What could we do? Let's do uh, favorite book series. I know Ooh. I haven't read a whole lot of books, but the books that I have read, obviously, you know my first pick. But like there were like obviously a few books that I read throughout my years in high school that were a series that I like you know would like to get into. But like series that you either have read or you read a book or and you want to explore more into that series. I understand what you're saying. I'll let you have first pick. Because you already know my first one. Oh, I do know your first one. I actually know my first one. Because it was probably my favorite book series that's ever existed. Which is... Uh, maybe. That's a tough one. Excuse me. Because there's a couple of these that I really, really liked. But I do think for number one, I'm going to go with The Hunger Games. Ooh. It was. It had such a draw. The, the books. Here's the thing. I know people love the movies. The books are fucking rowdy. Really? Yeah. Dude, they're so. Here's the thing. The books are so much more violent. 
Like what hat? Like what these kids do to each other is wild as fuck. And then the books are also like it's much more of like a psychological thing. Like the thinking the third and four like the third book it's all one big book. Mm-hmm. And the third book's kind of disappointing. Yeah. It doesn't have a great conclusion. But it's dead, like it is written more of like a war. And plus you get more of like Katniss's point of view of mm-hmm. things and it's a, she's a lot more likable character. Yeah. Like you understand some of the things she does. I just I love the books. They're super fun. The first two books, the second book is one of my favorite books ever. Peter. Yeah. Hey, I love Peter Millar. That was my dog. A tribute. Love it. Love it. I know what you're going with. I'm, I'll just start writing it down now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about being a dick and picking it, and then I was like, no, I won't. <laughs> I won't. That's too far. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, Cameron's gonna pick Harry Potter, which is a great book series. The books I are awesome. It, the books are I super fun. It. I got number two, and I know exactly where I'm going with number two. Have you ever read the Artemis Fowl book series? No. Uh-uh. Bangers, such bangers. Okay, so basically, what happens is he's a super rich kid, and he's like a genius. Like yeah. he's like a like a 14 year old Tony Stark. Oh, okay. And he discovers that, like, there's this alternate dimension of, po- like, on the uh, outside of ours with, like, fairies and goblins and all this wild shit and gold. Mm-hmm. And he figures out how to get there. He fucking kidnaps one of them, brings them back to Earth in the first book. And then they send, like, this fucking fairy strike team to get him back. <laughs> and he holds her hostage and oh he's like, give me all your gold! Oh my lord. I might have to read that Dude, now. it slaps so hard. <laughs> he's got a British bodyguard who's like basically British John Wick. He just destroys people. Oh, dude. That sounds dope as shit. It is one of the best. And here's the thing, dude. They made a movie about it in Disney and it's garbage. And it made me so mad because I remember reading these books as a kid. I was like, these books are dope. And you have fucked up the one thing that I loved as a child. Oh, dude. Because, <clears throat> dude, the kid, in the, the Artemis Fowl kid in the books is a bad, he's got bad bitch energy. <laughs> he just stay talking shit. Yeah, when I go to the uh, bookstore, the library, the next time to pick up another book, I'll, uh, I'll definitely look it up <laughs> for sure. He said that sounds lit. It does. He does. He like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like he kidnaps. Like she's a cop, and he just straight up they straight up jack her and like take her back. And I was like, keeping this bitch until you give us what we want. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> 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 no, sir, you're not doing that. Yeah, and he's like, actually, we are going to do that, and it's going to be wild. Oh, damn. <laughs> Dude, there's like four more books afterwards, too. They're all wild. Loved it. What's pick number two for you? You got to go with Goosebumps. Ooh, Goosebumps is so good. Dude, I would, like... Goosebumps used to, like, legit scare me. Oh, dude. The books... The book's not so much. I'm more of a visualization type of person. Oh, dude. My imagination is so much more scary than anything. So, when, well, not recently. Uh, what is it? Is this either like, don't look down or don't come down in the basement? Yeah. Dude. I think it was like, either like, I think it was like, end of part one, end of part two, with the bed full of worms. Oh, bro. Awesome. No. Done. Oh. He said I'm out. 
no dude i was like i thought that was the worst part and then that uh Hell the, sister, no. the sister go downstairs and she sees her like her copy her dad copy oh dude terrified me terrified me. hell no oh dude for me it was always the mask one. Oh, dude. bro sarah beth yes oh, dude that shit scared me as a child terrified me the books terrify me too i always remember the book reading as a kid was the beast in the east that was a good one love to see do 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 dude do 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 i got you do 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 what was your best intro though was it the one with the dog bark or absolutely without the, the dog one, bark? Absolutely the one with the dog bark. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean? Woof, 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 woof. Oh, that dog hit the notes, boy. He was on rhythm and everything, bruh. Yes. <laughs> Was this it? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Dude, it was like a fucked up game of tag. And then whoever was it at the end, at the end they ate them. Dude. Camp Nightmare scared the shit out of me, too. Oh, I remember yeah. watching that, and I never wanted to go to camp. To camp? Like, any Ooh. camp like that where my mom had to drop me off for, like, a week? No. It's like, nah. Nah. I don't want to die. So I'm not interested in any of that. Nope. Dude, for me, I know a book series I'll go with. Uh, a s- series of unfortunate events. Do you ever read the books? Mm-mm. Oh my god, bang. They are a lot more detailed and plus uh like the movie they have a new TV series with Neil Patrick Harris playing Count Olaf, which looks interesting. I'll have to get into it. Mm. Because it there's twelve there's like thirteen books. Yeah. And I know the first the movie is based off of only the first three. Okay. Very limitedly off the first three. It, each book is them moving in with a new person who takes care of them. The first book they move in with Count Olaf, and that ends... That's the one that's covered the best in the movie. That, like, goes... Like, how that goes in the movie is basically how it goes in the book. And then the second book, they move in with the reptile guy. And that's actually a bigger book. Like, it has... There's a lot more, like, stuff that goes on. You get more time to bond with the reptile guy. Yeah. But then he, you know, he also gets... It's the same thing with the third one. The third book is the same thing. But then there's, like eight more after that and the fourth one i can't think what they're all called like the fourth one i can't remember where they go but one they go to like a sawmill and they work somewhere when they go to an orphanage they go under the sea it's a whole fucking thing hmm. and it's just such a cool series and all the characters on it what's what i like about it is the the three children characters they all outsmart their villains like it's not a series where like you know, like I like like I've never read Percy Jackson the Olympians. I haven't either. But my brother vouches is one of the best book series he's ever read. Yeah. He, but he's like, from what I understand, there's a lot of fighting in that. And that's what I like about a series of unfortunate events is it's a lot of them 
outwitting the adults, like just being super smart. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to watch these child, these children characters outsmart these adult characters and grow up at the same time. That's cool. Where you got third, Cameron? Uh, Where are you going? Quarantine. I've heard a lot about these. It's really good. Like it basically predicted uh COVID COVID-19 like 10 10 years before it happened. Yeah, so what are the like what is what's give me the the spark notes if you will. So basically um so you know how COVID was yeah. like <laughs> everybody that was above the age of uh like a teenager and adolescence um, got sick, like with either like heart problems, pneumonia, like whatever, whatever COVID nineteen you know was whenever it started. So a quarantine is is uh, it starts off um, with these two brothers named Will and David, and uh, Will is a freshman and David's a senior, <clears throat> and it's their first day of school. Well, they live about like, I want to say, so where the ammunition plant was from our high school, Yeah, there would be like, there was a, um, a chemical plant there and they were doing experiments on, uh, animals and whatnot, uh, kind of like the bat and, uh, it broke out and went to the school and infected like a bunch of these kids because it was an it was a airborne virus uh and anybody that was under the age of 18 got infected so uh they go to school and then uh it starts off with uh these kids uh i guess was infected and whenever they come in contact with an adult their insides explode like they're uh like everything like they start bleeding out of their eyes their mouth and they they die uh so what this book is about is uh these two brothers they go through that they get infected and the school goes to this uh outbreak wow and like they go through this like this whole mutated like their dna changes their hair falls out and then it grows back like uh like white almost like um uh, think of like a silver. Yeah, like um, everybody looks like um, I would say a healthier version, air quote, of a uh, King Viserys when he's dying. Ooh. Yeah. So they all break into these gangs, and you got you know the pretty the pretty pretty ones, which are your uh, your popular really pretty girls. And uh, your jocks, your nerds, your geeks, um, and all this other stuff. And they, you know, survive. Like, and Will and David, um, David gets into it with one of his uh, backup buddies who he finds out is uh, fucking his girlfriend. And he invited uh, him and uh, said girlfriend that he's seeing to his back to school party and on his way there his girlfriend has left her phone in his car i guess like like it just like it starts off like him finding the phone pretty much so like he basically at some point in time she was over at the crib or whatever chilling and she had left her uh her phone whenever she left to go to the party 
i.e. to go oh, 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 well Sam you know what I'm saying <laughs> so he's cruising up there finds uh, her phone see, uh, goes through it sees her cheating we beats the bricks off this motherfucker so we're talking about like the, uh, on the first day of school this kid's going in with no teeth dead ass like he got his teeth knocked out damn yeah cause I think um, either David like uh like, when he came to the party, he went upstairs, got into it with his girlfriend, you know, whatever, and went to go find Sam. It's one of those, like, Sam's out there drinking, talking to his buddies, and he, turn, he turns around, and there's, you know, all these people, and the door's open, and then there's David walking through the door, and he's like, David! And, dude, this dude comes in with a fucking mean headbutt, bro, and starts beating the bricks off this dude at his own house. Then they go to school the next, like, uh, I think the so the, this was like Saturday. So Monday they go to school and this dude had got no teeth in his mouth. That's well, they get outcasted. Fucking crazy. So yeah, great series, bro. He said a great series, series bro. <clears throat> There's a lot of great series. I feel like I read as a child. I did not. These are the books that I like only like sat down and really gave effort to. And I'm only now at 27 reading the Harry Potter series. I'll take the Chronicles of Narnia at four. Never read them. <clears throat> really? Never read them. They're pretty. I've good. never seen the movie either. You've never seen any of the movies? Nope. You've never seen the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Nope. Really? Nope. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is a good movie. Flat <laughs> out good movie. I've seen the the conspiracy theory that Narnia is actually the start of the Harry Potter franchise, and if you look at the picture of whenever they're getting um what's it called whenever you get knighted yeah uh they're dressed like the harry potter founders ah. pluck the picture like the ending yeah It's when they're getting knighted. Oh, hold on. Uh, no, they're like dressed. Oh, you're talking about when they're older? No. It's before like they even get these clothes on and sit. I wouldn't even say it's the end. Oh, it's not even the end? I don't know. Do you seen the movie? I mean, I've seen the movie, but I'm like, it's been a while. That's probably it right there. This person can't research. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that they're all the four of them, but the little girl is Hufflepuff. The 
black haired girls from Ravenclaw and the blonde haired boys, the Gryffindor. Yes, but there is a scene where they're getting crowned. They're getting crowned. They're not sitting. They are getting crowned. There. Right there? Right here is what you're looking at. Oh, we lost the camera. There you go. Helga Hufflepuff, Rowena Wavencrawl, Godric, Gryffindor, Salazar Sylvan. Yeah. Well, sir, it is your pick next. We are going to go with the Lockdown series. The Lockdown series? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of this. Dude. It's some wild shit. He said it's some wild shit. So, uh, I, th- I think... I think the main character is actually named Sam as well, but uh, it's this like 13 or 14 year old kid going through middle school and he's kind of like a, you know, I wouldn't say like fuck rules, but like, you know, if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it anyways. It's kind of going through life. Puberty kind of sucks. Whatever. I really, you know, enjoy soccer and whatnot. Whatever. Well, he, uh, one day he goes up, uh, outside on recess or like, you know, whatever downtime that they have outside and he goes up to his buddies and they're talking about this, uh, soccer game and, uh, he's like, ah, nah, I, I really don't think I'm going to, uh, watch it. I'm going to go home and, you know, chill and kind of practice on my moves, you know, whatever. So he's walking home one night and he uh, sees this robbery going on and it's like these pretty much demon agents like like causing mischief like I like it's been a while since I've read this book. Uh, I think it was like a senior when I read it uh, but it's a it's like a seven or eight book series but he sees this go down and he tries to run away and they catch him and they take him to like a juvenile jail but not like you know our system type of jail like they pretty much like kidnap him and take him to hell it's like it's like a juvenile it's like uh juvenile hell juvenile hell like swear like you uh what happens like he gets caught and then he uh so and then he pretty much take a bus takes a bus ride like um uh Shia LaBeouf did in holes to this like uh desert um no like they go to this uh like a ba- like it looks abandoned like mansion sanctuary like sanctuary or whatever and they go up to it and then the security guards like gives them one of these and then the gates open by themselves and they walk in and then there's a this big elevator in the middle of it like solid is and you think there's nowhere to go and like the door's closed you can't go nowhere they go in the elevator and then it just goes straight down 
and it's like really hot but it's really fucking cold as well and then when they get down there it's just like nothing but like demon guards and there's these dogs that are down there that are uh like hellhounds and i forgot how they described them but like they don't have eyes but they can hear but they can also sense your fear that's crazy so like even if you don't make noise if you're terrified as fuck which uh there's like this uh siren that goes on that you can hear that goes off that really pisses them off and uh once you hear that sounds you know that the hellhounds are being let loose and just like they just let the like let them go you can be sitting at lunch and boom that sounds going on you better go to your fucking gate that's the only way there's only it's the only way they won't attack you unless you're scared like if you're in your cage or whatever like you're good but if you're fucking like showing like any weakness whimpering or crying they're gonna uh i think they got like one kid where they like and it was very graphic uh grabbed him by his ankle and like all you hear is yelling from these kids and then it goes silent and then there's like their headmaster that you can't look at him like no matter like if you like for some reason like you like your eyes are diverted away from him so it's like if i try to look at this model right now i would would not be able to look at the bottle like i would see everything else bought the bottle like you could i'd be able to see this pink thing yeah but everything else nothing but there's like it's not like he's a ghost or invisible it's like your eyes just like, can't like perceive whatever this thing is like it you can't comprehend it almost like he won't let you yeah and it's fucked up it's like bro like why can't you look at him like that's scary like yeah, like it gives a specific detail like head to toe but for some reason like you can't look at this man in the face like you can't give a physical like face description of this man because every time you tell look at him in the face your eyes get diverted somewhere else that's true that's crazy dude, dude wild series sound, it sounds like look at the um pull up the cover it's called a lockdown series I just got a cramp in my hip. That hurt really bad. Oh, right there. Go at the mask. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that looks wild. Fucking terrifying. You know who put me on this? Yeah. SB. <laughs> Swear. You said put me on. For me, I'll go young James Bond at the end. Oh, not SB. SJ. SJ. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she put me on. We were in, uh, I think Miss uh, Miss Barry's class, and uh, she had um, it was one of those. It was the guy with the uh, solitary. Yeah, she had that book, and I was like, "What is that?" And she's like, "Oh, it's just you know she his book." To you and you were and, like, this looks lit. Sounds yeah, lit. and I and I started reading uh the first one right there. Yeah, Escape from the Furnace. And that's what the uh, juvenile prison's called, Furnace. Jesus, dude. I'll go with my young James Bond series. So, mm. you know, do you understand that, like, James Bond is like a, it's like a code, right? No. Code name? It's not a real person. That's why the actors are able to change. It's that way in the books, too. Like, it's, uh, it's like a, like a code name. Like, uh, whoever that agent is assumes the name of James Bond, assumes the name of 007, and just keeps it going forever. Gotcha. That makes sense. That's pretty cool. It's hmm. super dope. 
And in this book, this book is about a kid who's being trained to become James Bond. Like, there's already a James Bond out in the world, like, operating and doing this James Bond shit. Yeah. This dude is training to become one, like, to eventually replace him and be the new James Bond. Hmm. And it's super fascinating just to, like, watch, like, because, like, it's about how, like, they train him and, like, they fucking do all these mental, like, exercises. Like, they fuck with him, basically. Yeah. And teach him to be this super crazy... You know, MI6 agent. It's a great book series. I had a great time with it. Hmm. And obviously, because he's James, he's young James Bond, he got bitches. <laughs> obviously. Because James Bond always gets the ladies. Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, not stirred, baby. My final pick is going to be uh, Tears of a Tiger. Ooh. That book was fucking sad. I don't even know what that is. So, dude, so it is about these. Uh, I think it's like a three book series. But uh, yeah. So after the death of his longtime friend and fellow Hazelwood Tiger in a car accident, Andy, the driver, blames himself and cannot get past his guilt and pain. So That sounds depressing. Basically what happens is um, him and his homies uh, win a uh, big basketball game. Uh, so they're out cruising, having a fun time, drinking a little bit, and, uh, Andy swerves and hits his car. Uh, well, uh, I forgot what his homie's name is, uh, but his homie was, uh, his leg was hanging out the window whenever they crashed, so he got pinned, uh, so I think it was full four of them. Andy, his but his best friend who was in the passenger seat, and then the two other homies in the back. Andy and the other three got out, but his homie died. Yeah. So uh, this book follows Andy as he tries to like get over it. Yeah, dude. And his father's an alcoholic. I think his mother either died or left him. So, and his grades start like dude and it's it's like is it his POV? yeah oh oh like that the sounds book, brutal the book narrates what he is going through that sounds awful that sounds depressing oh I so like I I how should I put this I didn't read it by myself it was more like a uh book read yeah so like uh like in class type thing yeah um and it was uh one of the books that i've really like focused on and became more attached to and i cried like died dude dead ass Dude, I'll give I'll, i'll give one extra one before we close this one have you ever get something you might like if you like books like that have you ever read Looking for Alaska or Searching for Alaska? No. Dude. You I got some audible, uh, honorable mentions. Some fucking... There's some honorable mentions here. Yeah, that's I got a... two of them. You want to talk about a sad fucking Looking for Alaska. I've never seen sad that. fucking mm-hmm. book, dude. So this is about, I can't remember how old they are, but basically it's just a group of friends. 
and like they, he meets this girl and like she's you know like super cool and she dies in a car accident and it's Ooh. a similar kind of thing dude it's a fucking great book a great book that does a great job of detailing like what it's like to grow up wonderful dude it kind of reminds me of that movie uh bridge terabithia god bridge terabithia <sighs> broke me as a fucking young man so did this book though dude this book fucking crushed me Looking for Alaska is a coming-of-age novel that touches on themes of meaning, grief, hope, and youth-adult relationships. Hmm. It was going to become a movie. Dude, I remember Paramount Pictures received the rights to produce a film adaptation of Looking for Alaska. However, the film failed to reach production. Good! Good! Y'all need to fucking do that shit to me. I don't need that in my life. I don't need a Looking for Alaska movie, alright? The Fault in Our Stars did enough to me as a kid. As a teenager, dude, that book, that movie broke me. And I'll tell you what part. Day. No, I'll tell you what part of that movie broke me. I'll tell you what part of that movie has nothing to do with the romance. When his blind friend got up and gave the speech about how much he loved his homie, that shit broke me. I was like, "That's so sad." It's alright. He said, "I love my bro," and I was like, "Oh no." Nah, you talk about movies that made me cry. That was that "Be Before You" movie with. Sam Claflin and Khaleesi. That movie broke my soul. That was one of those movies, dude. My ex-girlfriend wanted to go see it. She's like, let's go see this. And I was like, all right, what the fuck ever. Like, I'll go watch it. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the theater like, <clears throat> no. <laughs> and I was pissed. So I, I was don't like, think I've ever cried in a movie theater. You have no soul. I've cried after movies, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I've ever cried in a movie theater. Sometimes I can't help it. I cried when Andrew caught MJ at the fucking movie theater. At no way home. Teared huh. up. I cried. I definitely cried after uh, my dog Skip. I need a movie about a dog just to hurt your feelings immediately. Hurt. 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 Dude, have you read the uh, Magic Treehouse series? Magic Treehouse? No. Yeah. It's about this brother and this sister that goes up to the treehouse. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. And then they they open the book, and once they start reading, they go they they go back in time or whatever. No, they, they go inside the book. Really? Yeah. I'll go to Google. Make sure I go to Google on this one. Be fucking with me. And they go on adventures. I feel like I have re- read this. Yeah, for sure, I've read these. But we're dude, we're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, these slapped so hard, though. Talk about, like, 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning 20 years ago. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, if I picked these books up and opened it, like, a lot a lot of the stuff would probably start coming back. But, like, dude, I can't. Night of the Ninjas. Dude, mine was, I think, The Caveman. The Caveman. There you go. Look at that. Summer of the Sea Serpent. Oh, dude. Twister on Tuesday. What oh a God, what a time bro. to be alive this was. Nostalgia. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll that'll bring it into our show. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast really. Uh, me and Cameron will be moving studio soon we'll be 
We're trying to get some more video content up and rolling. Cameron's yeah, going to go edit some TikTok videos right now, actually. I have my own videos coming out soon. Cameron, you have anything you're going to say to the people? Uh, Oculus Repero. Peace, love, and strawberry.